Alright, so I guess what I wanted to talk about next is, is pretty much morale. Um, because we've, obviously, we've been all, you know, going constantly for over a year now. Um, and hopefully most of us are, are tuning out, at least, from all the the media outlets, because that's, that's the primary source for all the social manipulation. And uh, cybernetics will still work on everyone, including us, to some extent, because they're monitoring all our communications. That's, that's the main thing to remember about cybernetic social engineering, cybernetics in general, is that it's a science of manipulation through monitoring the cycle. So you're monitoring the system and all the communications that are going on. Um, in the mechanical example I gave of the steam engine regulator, um, the communication is the amount of steam coming up and out through the, the exhaust port, and that is what it actuates the regulator, which then restricts. So in, in our case, they may not you know, be able to feed us inputs as readily if we're not watching the news or reading the paper, but if we're on two-way communications, we do see some of they get They get to us a little bit somehow whether it's through the trends column on Twitter or, or if you're in other places, I'm sure there's ways for them to get messages out. Um, they also restrict things, as we know. Um, so so they do still have some control, even if we make every effort to resist and, and avoid their input. Uh, so morale is an issue. Um, the main thing is that cybernetic social engineering is very much a part of morale and, and so psychological warfare is all about managing what the perception is so most of the people that I hear that sort of sound desperate I mean it's text that I'm reading but I, I hear desperation in some of the statements that I see on Twitter and I think that I, I personally do not believe that we're in the minority. I think we're in the majority, and I think just most people are just sort of keeping quiet. And I know, even from my own experiences, this happens to me. Um, the chances are most of the people that I think are are zombies are probably aware, uh, and they're just trying to keep their they're just trying to lay low and and not get into fights. And 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 maybe that's the right thing to do at the moment, but it's. It's terrible for morale. Um, so I don't know. I, I like the idea of having some kind of a symbol or whatever. I mean, not wearing a mask is, is pretty much the symbol right now. But in a lot of places, uh, you're still required to do it. It's madness, but that's the case. And so people will do it. And that's that's been one of the most effective tools that they've had to subdue morale so far is this coercion of you know the threat of violence if we don't maintain social distance and muzzle ourselves i mean this is you really got when I, when i was talking about waking up every morning and letting yourself settle and then reminding yourself about what's been done this is important because people sort of get used to it and then they're they you know they even if they complain about it they're like oh i gotta put my mask on they do it we really have to make sure that we remember that this is all bullshit and they really are they really are doing this with no reason other than to to break us down to to um, to break our will that's what this is really about 
And it's okay. I mean, my strategy when I was trying to figure out how to escape the private prison was to keep my internal dialogue going and, and plan my escape. Um, so do whatever you got to do if you are going to keep quiet to, to, to keep your head down and not attract unnecessary attention, which may be appropriate, I don't know. I mean, as soon as you can stop doing that, you should stop doing that. And as soon as everyone stops doing that, then it will become apparent how few of us are actually, you know, following this nonsense. Um, and the people who are following the nonsense are followers. And as, as I've been saying, as once we are obviously the majority, the followers will follow. Um, I don't think people are going to hide in their houses with their masks on and say, Oh my God, why is everybody outside having fun? This is terrible. Uh, but if they do, then that's where they'll be. They're not going to be an obstacle to mass recall. Let's put it that way. Anyone who's falling for this nonsense is not going to be a problem for mass recall. And, you know, the worst case scenario is we're going to have to go knock on their house and make sure they haven't starved to death after we save the world. That's kind of the way I'm looking at it right now. I don't think we have to worry about that. Um, so in terms of morale... Don't don't worry that your crazy neighbors are going to fight you over getting rid of the insane government. Um, they're not. They're not going to do anything. They're, they might not help, but they're not going to oppose. And we have to spread this information. And one of the things I was thinking about is a lot of, I mean, humor is a very useful tool here. So we're, we do get some opportunities, and we have one right now. And that would be this cyber attack nonsense that they've been doing all the propaganda on. And it's absurd. And so it makes sense to laugh at it. And it's kind of outside of the, you know, the trigger conversations nowadays. Like, because if you try to start a conversation about masks or COVID-19 or SARS-CoV-2, I mean, everyone's going to roll their eyes. They're going to have, there's a possibility people will, will get heightened tension with that conversation. But if you start making jokes about the oil pipeline hack attack or the, 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 the pigsty hack attack, you'll get some laughs. You'll, you, you'll know that people are smiling even behind their masks if they're wearing masks. So this may be an opportunity to sort of break the ice. So what we need to do is spread the word about mass recall, and I'm trying to think of ways to sort of suggest it subtly Put it into a car. I mean, whatever. If you can figure out a way to put the message of mass recall into some humorous comment that you make in some public situation, even if people are wearing masks, that's good. Put the idea into their heads. Let them start thinking about it. It's going to take some time for people to process this. But I, the most important thing is that they know about it because when when this happens, we don't want people to just be like, what? What are you talking about? What's happening? What is this? Um, we want them to understand ahead of time that this is a possibility. Even if they scoff at it and say, and, and many people do, they say, well, no, no, even if they're on our side, they'll say, well, people are so stupid, I, they'll never want to be free. But that's all programming, too. You have to remember that this kind of desperation, this self-defeatist attitude is programmed into us. Um, that's, you know, there's, there's got to be some amount of the people who are out there on Twitter and Facebook talking about this whose primary purpose is to put the seed of doubt into every, every conversation that... Ha I mean, it's like the 
I've had so few people do this with the mass with the uh, movement license tweet, but I have had three people, you know, over the course of ten million. By the way, it's almost ten million impressions right now. Uh, but over the course of that, three people have come in and said, "Oh, geez, you know, this kind of suspicious that Twitter lets us do this. So he must be, uh, you know, I don't know if we should really be supporting this." It's like. You know, no normal person is going to say that. Even if they thought that, they're not going to come in and say that. So when I see somebody come in up here to support it and then start, you know, causing trouble, you know, with people and asking questions like that, I've, I confronted them. And over the course of uh, back and forth, each one of them has, has proceeded to become defensive and then offensive and it's just uh, apparently that's the program that's what they go by that's how they do it um the dead giveaway is the people that just talk a lot like every single one of those people just tweeted like mad they they would tweet and tweet and tweet you know in the same conversation just keep saying more stuff and that's just not how that's not how i do twitter i mean if somebody starts a conversation we're having a conversation fine but if I say, you know, hey, is the sky blue? And they say, yes. I don't come back and then say, are the mountains tall? You know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's these little conversations end. They're not, they're not meant to go on forever. And they're, so they're, they're sort of making small talk, if you think about it that way. If you run across somebody who's making small talk like that, you know, I, I think that's probably the dead giveaway. Um, but anyway, they're, they're so rare that this doesn't even matter. Um, but morale is important. We need to keep our own morale up. And I think that knowing, believing that most people are in agreement with us and they're just keeping their head down for the time being because they don't know what to do, um, is, is, I think that that's the truth. Um, and even if it wasn't the truth, I think it's preferable to believe that right now than it is to believe that people are all stupid and they're all just going to let us get killed um so but i genuinely do believe it so so i'm not i'm not saying that this just for for psychological self-manipulation purposes i'm saying it because i think it's actually true uh, so that's what we have to remember um the humor thing i think is important because obviously we need some humor and that that helps us but it does break the ice, and it's a conversation that we can have that's outside of the narrative, because this hack attack thing is kind of um, kind of awkward. Uh, I know about it because of lockstep, and I've been expecting this for a while, so I can immediately comment, and, and most of the people that, that know what I'm talking about laugh about it, and they understand. But there are going to be people who don't have any idea what lockstep is, They've been maybe believing the narrative, whatever, but we can still use this because it's just so absurd. You know, a hack, you're going to hack the pigs. You're going to, I mean, it's, they're making it sound like, you know, the hack attack means we won't get meat f until next year. It's like the animal, just don't, I mean, did you kill all the animals yesterday and they're all in a big heap and they're going to go bad now? And even, even if that was the case, you just cook and can them, right? I mean, it's not like we actually lose any meat. Even if the entire thing completely collapses and there's no mechanical electronic processing at all, it would be possible to process all of the meat into cans. So there's, there's just, it's absurd to put this out there as if it's the cause for not having meat. So, we, so if we can use that uh, humorously 
in a way to sort of enlighten people to this manipulation that's going on because once once people make that connection they say you know yeah that that's true that that's completely absurd isn't it and i say and listen to the to the seriousness with which they report these things and then roll it back you know what i mean to to the things that we used to laugh at when they were trying to introduce these nonsense things about SARS-CoV-2 you know, or Zika virus or whatever. I mean, you can go, the other thing that probably would be helpful if you can, if people will allow you to talk about it, um, is to roll it back and, and make a point of, of saying that every single year for the last decade, every single year they've tried to introduce a pandemic scare. It was the Zika virus or the bird flu or the swine flu or the this flu or the that flu. Um, they even tried with Ebola. Um, so, if we can get people, normal people, normies, uh, to understand that, that the TV is giving them not just nonsense, I mean, it is nonsense, but it's for a purpose, and it's and these are intentional lies. Um, and the people reading from the scripts, you know, the, the pretty faces, the talking heads, they're not aware that they're, I mean, they're aware that they're reading from a script, um, but they're not aware that the script is filled with lies. And they're just as programmed, if not more programmed, than the average idiot out there. So if we can figure out a way to get people to, to realize, I mean, this is what I'm getting at here, is that it's getting to, to the, such an absurd point that I don't understand how anyone could not see it. Um, but if they don't see it, it should be as easy as it's ever going to be to make a joke about it and get people to laugh and maybe break through a little bit of their trust of this machine. Um, and that's really what we want to do for now is spread the idea of mass recall and to use humor, I think, to, to both bolster our own morale and also to try to break some of this seriousness. Um, and this is a good opportunity because it's, it's a topic that's that nobody should be worried about. You know what I mean? There, there isn't going to be, you're not going to make a joke about the, the meat hack and have someone say, well, how can you not take it seriously that the meat has been hacked? You know, this is not going to happen. So I guess be, be creative and try to use that as a, uh, an introduction of some sort to talking about mass recall. Uh, I don't, I mean, it seems like mass recall is getting closer and closer. I mean, in a way, I'm kind of worried because... We need this information to get out there. Um, and I had been sort of, I mean, while I was really frustrated last year that we didn't just get to, ma I just, because I was thinking this would be a matter of months before the, all this shit would come to a head and we'd, we had to get the information out because it was going to happen so soon. And then at the turn of the year, I was kind of like, well, maybe this is going to take so long that we actually have time to, to take our time disseminating the information about mass recall. And even if that's true, I don't think I don't think I should be relaxed. I don't think we should be relaxed about that. And I've been trying to keep myself to talk about it. So anytime I see something that makes me think of mass recall, I'll usually tweet out mass, even if it's just those two words as my response to some tweet, um, just to, to seed this idea out there. And and I'm doing it that way because obviously it's it, it's it's catchy. And a lot of people misunderstand it, and they think it means, you know, vote them out. And so they'll say, well, man, it, that never works. And, and 
there there you go i've found somebody who's sort of on our side but desperate and and understands that voting we can't vote ourselves out of this and they're actually probably trying to help me you know and that's probably from their perspective what they're saying is you know dude it's a nice thought, but um, that's never going to work. And then it gives me an opportunity to show them the thread and say, yes, that's right, it's not going to work, um, but this will. And we just need this information to get out. And I, I think soon, if not now, would be a good time to pull out the old laser printer and print up 500 copies of some kind of mass recall message so in case we lose power, you've got prints, um, print printouts of it. Um, ready to go so you don't have to do it all by hand when it comes down to that uh, and maybe not 500 maybe 50 or whatever because um, if you know well it depends on how many people you think in the town are, are going to be with you in the initial push of putting flyers out um, but at the point where we have to put flyers out we want to have the flyers and if they've cut off the power laser printers don't work well off 12 volt power supplies um, so and you don't want to be doing this with you know an inkjet, uh, and you don't want to be doing it by hand. So, you know, whatever copy machine or laser printer or something like that probably makes the most sense. It's it's not like everybody can go grab a mimeograph and use that. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at here. So morale needs to stay up. We need to not get discouraged. I, and and I think we're doing pretty well actually I think things are improving uh, in terms of in terms of the improvement of the general population's recognition of the absurdity of everything but we do need to sort of knit it together for them help them so that so because this the, one of the dangers of this one of the one of the things about their strategy of just putting out total nonsense is that for people who are aware of it or on the verge of being aware of it, it actually puts us over the edge and, and is, is helpful for our side. For, but for the people who who have been accepting the narrative the whole time, it's very disruptive to them, and they don't know what to do. It's like somebody just ran up to them with a bullhorn and you know, honked it in one ear and then honked it in the other ear and smacked him in the ass and then punched him in the face, and then somebody else came up and did a bunch of different things and... And then someone came up and kissed them, and then someone came up and yelled at them, and then everybody disappeared, and then the lights went out, and then the lights came on, and there was a peanut butter sandwich, and then it turned into a a, a, a pie. You know, what I mean, they just don't understand what what is the what is all this input coming? What does it mean? It doesn't doesn't you know the thing I believed in doesn't seem to be true, but I don't seem to be given being given any any truth. And so they have to understand somehow, we have to get them to understand the purpose of this is to confuse and obfuscate and, and demoralize them, to humiliate and demoralize and make them fear and cause them pain. That's the object. And once you get them to realize that that's the object and that government is, is what's orchestrating this for that purpose, then they are ready to understand that mass recall is the only solution and we need them to understand that.